Welcome back to Common Sense Fantasy Baseball. I'm Drew, and I am not recording very often lately. I really hope to get more episodes out as we move into the off-season, um, or certainly the post-fantasy season, starting in October and November and going through the, the baseball off-season, um, leading up into drafts in February and March next year. To me, that's some of the most fun things uh, that you can think about for fantasy baseball because you really get a chance to sort of make your plan for the draft in the next year and look at some players that you maybe haven't looked at and all that kind of stuff. So please be expecting that um, and I'm going to expect that of myself and I'll, I'll try to be even more active um, and if not every week, every couple weeks, I get out a, a podcast and hopefully fill a lot of those with more information. So Today I, I really just kind of had another common sense point or two, and one that I've been thinking a lot lately, really all season, but a lot recently, is that we sometimes expect to be able to look at the numbers, and some of us, you know, that are get more into the data, uh, really dig down into the fundamentals and the underlying numbers, and tell what a player is going to do from what they've done, and. The point I wanted to make about this is that not only do sort of luck results fluctuate, but skills actually fluctuate. So a guy can be hitting 300, you know, 320 for a month or two, and that might not actually be who that player really is long term. Um, it's not just that they're getting lucky, it's that they're, they're really earning that skill, but the skill might actually fluctuate. Um, so, you know, a good example, I guess, would be Cody Bellinger hit 350-plus for the first couple months, I think, or certainly the first month of the season. And, you know, that wasn't all luck. That was, that was a lot of him just on a really hot streak of hitting and hitting quite well. And, of course, we, we, would, we would expect that to, to fluctuate down. But I think a lot of people were saying, well, you know, look at all these improvements he, he's made. He's really profiling more like a 350 hitter or, you know, a 300 hitter for certain, you know, for sure. And, you know, as we've seen the last couple months, it's, it's not that he has been just getting unlucky. Uh, there may be some of that. I haven't looked too carefully, but it's actually that he's not hitting like a 300 plus hitter anymore. Um, or certainly not, you know, a 330, 350 hitter because, um, he has the, the underlying skills, the, the plate discipline, the, the way he's hitting the ball, the batted ball, the number of barrels, all of these underlying things, have actually regressed, so we can't. We can no longer look at the underlying numbers and say that he's hitting like a, like a, three twenty, three fit thirty hitter. And so the point, the point that I wanted to make here is that we we often expect skills to sort of stay, um, you know, the same over the course of the year, and it's just really the luck that fluctuates. Like, you know, he's going to hit more um, home runs because he's just sort of, you know, getting lucky in the pitches that he sees or, the, you know, the results that he has or whatever. Uh, but really, it's, it's more that the skills underlying uh, fluctuate too. I'll give you another example, and that's, this, is, this is not as good as, of an example, but I saw last night, I think it was last night or two days ago, that Cal, uh, Cal Quantrill got blown up for eight or nine runs. And I haven't even looked at the results to see if that was 
if there was a lot of bad luck involved or what, but he's, he's certainly not the only pitcher who had been doing well and has blown up. And some of them have blown up for, you know, three or four starts, uh, you know, of, of seven, eight runs given up. And, um, you know, I think we often scratch our head and go, you know, was he, was he not really that good before? Is he just getting unlucky now? And I think, you know, we need to realize that it's probably a little bit of both, you know. Sometimes luck is, is a huge part of it, but sometimes it's just he was pitching really well and, and now he's, you know, running into a little trouble. With pitching, there's a lot more luck involved, um, in my opinion, because sometimes you are getting, um, you're, you're giving up tons of contact and all the hits are going straight into somebody's glove. But, um, but there really is a difference in um, how pitchers will pitch for stretches. So, you know, you can, you can have the underlying swinging strike rate of a 225 strikeout a year guy for three or four starts or maybe even a couple months and then suddenly, you know, regress down and it's not just luck, it's you're, you're actually... You're, you're not missing as many bats. So anyway, all that just to say, I think we need to remember that skills fluctuate when we're updating our prior idea of who a player is. So this is something we do constantly in, in fantasy is try to figure out you know who a player is, i.e. what he's gonna do in the future. And we often, you know, overcorrect like when Josh Bell hit a billion home runs in April and May, and the second chance leagues he was being taken in the second round or something like that. And you know, I think it's settled down now to where if we were drafting for next year, Josh Bell would be, you know, light years better than where he was drafted last year. He would be in the, I don't know, fourth, fifth, sixth round. Um, but second round was an over overkill. It was we were expecting that oh he's a 300 plus hitter now who's going to hit 40 home runs and. He's still going to hit for a lot of power, but we have sort of realized that that was a little bit optimistic on his batting average. He, it was a hot streak. So, And um, we need to not just update sort of skill priors this way, but others. I've heard analysts, um, podcasters say several times this season, that, and certainly in, in the early days of this season, that Michael Brantley was injury prone. And... <laughs> If you haven't updated that belief by now, he's played, you know, two pretty much full seasons almost almost playing every day. And so I, I just really think that obviously he had some bad injuries in, in past years, but to say that he's injury prone now, you're really failing to update your your opinion or, or your your belief about about who he is because he's played so injury free now for two straight seasons. If you still believe that Altuve has a chance to steal 30 bases next year. I really don't think you're updating your beliefs enough because he's got five on the year this year, and sure, he's battled some injuries, but you know he's been slowing down for a couple years now. Um, and so you just have to sort of be constantly updating. Now, he, maybe the update is wrong. Maybe uh, it's an overcorrection, and you have to dial it back. So if he steals 10 bases between now and the end of the season, then I would certainly go back on that and say, well, he may still 20 bases next year. He may still more. But I don't see it in the results now. And so the belief has been updated to, you know, maybe he's going to steal five outside chance of 10 next year or maybe even 
it's just stop stealing altogether. Also, the Astros, I, I think, aren't too interested in stealing, but uh, that's near, neither here nor there. Uh, another another belief, um, and this is sort of more, it's not, it's not an injury-specific thing, but um, I had decided, this is a, another specific example, but I had decided that Chris Paddock was kind of burned out for the year. He was starting to give up a lot more runs. He was getting hit a lot, and that had been his big thing. He was really... Um, doing a great job of keeping his whip down. He was not walking or giving up many hits. And so he started up giving, you know, a bunch of earned runs and probably eight or ten hits a game for a while. But then uh, his last start out, he, he, he twirled a gym. Seven innings, like one earned run. Uh, so the belief that he was sort of done for the year or had pitched too many innings, I think, was a little premature. So, he, so again... Not wrong to update that belief when it was occurring, but right to dial it back when new evidence comes in. So it's really just a, an updating sequence. So I don't know how helpful that is. To me, it's helpful because I remind myself when somebody's pulling a Cody Bellinger or a Josh Bell or even a Herman Marquez second, second half of 2018, I just remind myself to update my belief about the player but to dial it back a little bit and not think, well, just because they've been this skillful for a month, two months, half a season, that they're going to always be that skillful forever. Um, and to be able to sort of hold both the idea that, no, they're not getting lucky, they really are showing this skill, but also just because they're showing this skill over a certain period of time, they won't necessarily hold this skill forever. So I hope that's somehow helpful. And um, that's all I have for today, but I am happy to talk on Twitter, field questions. I'm at CommonSenseFBB, and until next time, as always, stay classy, Planet Baseball.